Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. Congratulations, Leslie Kritzer. Oh my God, congratulations, Leslie Kritzer. What an exciting day. We I saw know. her right before she won an award. We saw her award-winning performance right before it was award-winning. I know. Oh my God. I don't even know that I've ever... I think this might be the first time that I ever like saw a show that someone won an award for something the same day, the thing I was yeah. seeing. Like, that's we've never exciting. gone to a, a show on the Tonys. Yeah, that's true. You know what I was thinking? So tomorrow, the Tony Award nominations, and we're seeing American Psycho. So depending <gasps> on how it goes for them, it might be a really fun energy in the room. Yeah. It might be a not fun energy in the room. <laughs> oh, that's that's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen a show on nomination day Me either. either. <gasps> I know. Cool. Well, it'll that's fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm excited to see American Psycho. Me too. I'm very interested. Yeah. Very, very interested. Well, we did see the Robber Bridegroom, as we said. Yes. With Leslie Kretzer. With Leslie Kretzer. Yeah. Bye. Oh, my God. She's so funny. I think, I mean, you know, I don't want to, I like that she has two catchphrases. I think that bye is my favorite one of the two. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I definitely, I, I, it's more unique to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Because it's, it's all about the tone that she says it in. Oh, yes. Bye. I can't even do it. I don't know that I just Bye. did it. No, it's not, Bye. it's not it. Like, we can't, we'll have her do we it. We can't do us. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so fucking funny. It's true. And, and like, I mean, whatever. She's just one of those amazing performers who can do all the things. <sighs> She's so good. She got to do some fun dancing a little yeah. bit, like fun movement. I mean, that show was fun. Yeah. I, I think, really enjoy I mean, yeah. I... It's funny because going in, I was like, I really don't know much about it. And you were like, I think for that you might not like it. And there was something going into it that I was like, I feel like for some reason, like this might be one of those shows that has something in it that I'm like, that ruined the show for me. Like, I don't know, a sexist thing or like something like that. Also, because it's like an older show and I didn't know much about it. And then I was like, oh, this show is fun and great. And I, the only thing that I would maybe be like, rah, rah, is that uh, I guess the character that Leslie is playing is normally played by like an older woman. Mm-hmm. And for Leslie, they just made her like weird looking and like crazy, which totally works except for like, like that she's gorgeous. Well, right. <laughs> but, you know, they did their best to make her uh look still gorgeous but like right, severe right. i think is the is a good word for it mm, yeah yeah 
especially when in like in her song that demonstrates the difference, you know, she's comparing like a soft lily bud to the prickle pear bloom. Right. And I well, think I mean like, I I it was one of those moments where I was like I see like how the cat for me I'm like she Leslie Kritzer is too hot to play this character you guys <laughs> it's not believable that these people wouldn't want to sleep with her yeah I don't understand but like it's it didn't it's not like it didn't work it obviously did work yeah because sometimes when those casting things come up it's like that person is too attractive or not attractive or whatever. Right. And it doesn't work. But like Jessica obviously Chastain. it worked. I was just like, you're still really attractive and that's like confusing to me a little bit. Well, sure. But it, I think the way that they dealt with it was it was more about just her like aggressiveness. And right, right, right. No, totally. Yeah. And it did work. I it mean, definitely it, worked. It completely worked. I just want to point out that I've think that Leslie Kritzer is really attractive. <laughs> I think you've done that. I mean, I know. I just like, <laughs> it's always like one of those things where I'm like, what? You cast a beautiful, gorgeous person who is incredibly attractive. Yeah. As a character that people aren't wanting to sleep with. That's weird. Yeah. But I loved it. I fucking loved it. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the reason I thought you wouldn't like it and the reason I was even concerned is that the chatter on the the interwebs is about the song that uh, Stephen Pasquale's character sings, where he's basically like, I want to challenge. I don't, it can be read as like, I have rape fantasies. I think the way that the show performed uh, it was not that right. because it was very clearly two consenting people. And I didn't know how it was going to be performed. So that was hmm. my, like, I don't know about this moment. I don't know how especially you're going to feel about this moment. But I thought that the way that the show did it, especially it can be one of those situations where you're like, how do I play this for today? Uh, I think they did a good job at that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like he in the first scene when they have sex in the woods, it is it's consenting. Mm -hmm. You know, well, all times are. And and just the way it was described on the on the internet before I saw it, I was like, "This is I don't know about this." <laughs> hmm, that's so interesting. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't know about that. And right. watching the show, like, it's not like I had a moment where I was like, mm. "I didn't pay, I didn't pick up on any rape vibes." Well, and I think it's because it was very clearly like this was a consensual sort of role play situation between two adults. Mm-mm. And then in the end, she's like, but let's try it this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was very Alex Timbers in less capable hands of that cast and the director. Oh, Alex Timbers directed it. That's funny. It makes sense. <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't even like crack open my playbill. Well, we just, were running a little late. <laughs> right, right. We got there right in the nick of time. We almost missed the beginning. Yep. But we made it. We did. We made it. And we didn't miss any of the show. Nope. Good for us. Thanks to that curtain hold, that eight-minute curtain hold. Whew. Yeah, weekend trains. Oh, they were all messed not. up. If you come to New York and you're seeing a show on the weekend, make sure you know what's up with those trains. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think I also just um I just always take the two. Mm. And the two like never is I mean the two gets delayed a lot, but the two doesn't hasn't had much planned work since I've been mm-hmm. living here of any kind. It pretty much just runs. Yeah. And the only time when it runs local is late night. Mm. Like after midnight. Yeah. So that that D train just ain't it speedy on the weekends. Yeah. The fuck? You gotta... That's too many stops. <laughs> too many stops. <laughs> too many stops. Well, we made it. We got to see everybody. I really, I really enjoyed. The whole cast was great. Yeah. It was a great cast. And the band got to play along a little bit too, which is always fun. Yeah, I have to say the only thing, only maybe because going into it when when we were like looking some, you very quickly looking at the playbill and you were like, oh, because like something about what character Leslie was playing and you were like, there's only three women in it. Right. And like, I don't know, I guess I'm not sure if I would have, if I had would have been like, there's, why is this ratio? I don't know. Maybe I probably would have been. Maybe. But... I think it only it did end up striking me that there was no women in the band. Mm, I did notice that too. I was looking through the playbill because then I because then I thought about it because then I was like, yeah, oh, now look at all of them standing on stage together with the band, and there is only three women. Right and now, when you're standing all together with the band, whoa! Now it's a lot of men. It's a lot of men, and it's very few women. Yeah, you know, they yeah, a, and they didn't. Serviceable job of casting non-white people. Yeah, I mean, for the number of people in the cast, usually yeah. there's two people of color in an ensemble of twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and there were two <laughs> in a total cast of about seven or something. Yeah. Well, I was also excited to see the show because all I knew about it was that it was. Patty Lapone's Broadway debut and she was nominated for a Tony Award. Mm. And she played the ingenue. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fascinated with. Yeah. Because Same. even even as a, a young performer, the next thing we sort of know her from is Evita, who is not an ingenue. <laughs> right, right. And Kevin Klein played the robber bridegroom, which is just delightful. And that I'm looking oh, at the yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's great. Right? I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the cast, and it was like a much bigger cast. Like everybody was a different character. They didn't do it troop style like this. This one did. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, though, more like people saying. You know, Bright Star, first bluegrass musical on Broadway. Oh, get out. Like, what is that? Get out. Well, actually, that was my other question is that, like, what was the style? You said that it was all, it wasn't like troop style. So then I, I guess I'm just more curious about the original production. Well, yeah. And, you and know, was you, it like all Mississippi? Right. And that I'm not sure, but I'm, again, on this IB, IBDB page. There is, you know, banjo and fiddle and mandolin listed. The band is listed, so they 
They were playing bluegrass. For the original production. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Fucking yeah. bright white star. <laughs> Fucking bright white star being like, first ever, first ever. Guys, we're the first ones to do it. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure someone did it like 35 years ago. Yeah. I mean, A, I'm pretty sure someone did it before then. I'm yeah. just like, whatever. Oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It just, it's always, it's always hilarious every season to see the ridiculous things that the marketing and publicity Ugh, people come God. up with as yes. weird taglines. Mm-hmm. That, all new, all American. Right. Like they're always looking for a tagline that makes it seem that it's like, this is the only show you can go to for this reason. Do you want to bring up your favorite marketing tagline that's currently being used for Les Mis? The only production in America. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck is that shit? The only production in America. Like, I just, it's real funny. Yeah. It's real I, funny oof. to me. It's really funny. Like, <laughs> there's so many things um, brought. Like, I wish I could look up. Uh, out of the 40 theaters, which ones have shows and which ones have shows that are the only production in America? A majority <laughs> of them. <It's> like, <laughs> 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 All the new yeah. shows, obviously. <laughs> so funny. Like, come on. So funny. All new, all American. What was that? Hands on a hard body? That sure was hands on a hard body. <laughs> so funny yeah i like i like chicago's is always the longest running american musical mm-hmm. america i liked when theirs was briefly it just said always <laughs> like it was like like threatening us <laughs> always we'll forever <laughs> chicago's never leaving You'll Ugh. never get rid of us. Honestly, we might never get rid of that might revival never. of Chicago. Maybe never. That 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 revival of Chicago wants to be the American Phantom. Mm-hmm. They they want to be the longest running American musical. Yikes! Yikes! Which Chicago. Is, oof, that you know, is it's so rough. Yeah, it's not like it's not a worthy show. Well, like or a worthy production. It, they, it just are needs they gonna to have like an anniversary that they can re like pull like you know. I thought they had the, one, unfortunately, semi frequently. Because didn't they have that fan day that was general admission? I have no idea. It was maybe three they or four years ago. A, they need to get a director in there. Know, they need to, something. They need that, cohesion. Cohesion between the company because last time we saw it, everybody was in their own production. Yeah. Wait, it's this year is because it's the 1996 revival, isn't it? I have no idea. I think it's 20 years. Uh, well, get a director in there. Yeah. For 20 year anniversary. Good time to get a director in there and get everyone who's on stage from pulling focus from everything. Yeah. It opened in November of 96. Oh, so this this fall. God. And Rent just... what Whatever as dated as Rent might have felt, the production, by the end, the production was still a quality mm. production. And mm-hmm. Rent is closed and Chicago is still running and they both are celebrating 20 years this year. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <sighs> oh, Chicago. It's one of my fave musicals. Yeah, it's not about the content. 
Mm-hmm. It's not about the content. It's not even about the original production or like the original, you know, direction of this production. It's just about how it's like sad all, it is. Like all I can like really one of my, my most vivid memory from the last time we went to go see it was how I felt like every single cast member. I mean, not every single, not like the principals. So the ensemble. They were all in a listened. different show. They were all or like in like, their own show. They were all, every single one was like, I have these six lines and I'm going to like do something really drastic each time I get to talk so that I am doing something that's funny and interesting so that everyone remembers me. Yeah. So it was just like everything was really over the top and exaggerated and just like not cohesive at all. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. That theater was a mess. The theater that needs theater some TLC. Is really a mess. Ugh. They need some TLC. Yeah. Ugh. Well, well. <laughs> we're now that we're done with our weekly we rag on here? Chicago. <laughs> How much can, we hate that production that in Chicago. That concludes the weekly Chicago rant. Mm. Quickly to the robber bridegroom, again, I just want to say I love Stephen Pasquale. Uh. <laughs> yeah. More, more of his voice singing all of the mm, things, please. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. He's great. I enjoy him. Yeah. And I think for that, it's a character that he wears well. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was definitely a good part for him. He sang it well. Mm-hmm. What was up with that part when he broke, though? I don't know. Do you know what? I'm curious because I saw someone tweet something from a different night. I can't. I don't know if I can find it, but that was like intentionally breaking character to laugh was like hilarious or something. Oh, so, so maybe it's I don't written. know if that's written, but then I don't understand why. Because the audience loves it. Well, that's true. And it sort of is okay in the style that they're doing because it's like troopy. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't, I'm just seeing if I can find that. I'm sure I can't because it's another one of those things where you're like <laughs> that mm-hmm. one tweet to, I saw and I'm trying tweet to, I read like two days ago, trying to find all of the tweets about breaking character. Mm. And it's going to be all like, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Debbie Downer sketch. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I personally am not amused by people breaking. Yeah, so this is, I found it. Can you believe it? So mm. this is from the 30th, the day before we saw the, saw the show. Blown away by Leslie Kritzer and Stephen Pasquale last night at Robert Bradgroom. Intentionally breaking character to laugh equals genius. Hashtag no fourth wall. And they were the two, like he was laughing and Leslie was acknowledging the laughter and trying not to, because I was watching her too. Right, yeah. I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe it is written into the show. Maybe. Interesting. Well, uh, Robert Bridegroom goes through the end of May, I believe. So if you're in New York, go see it. Go see it, man. Go see Leslie Kritzer. Fun, swift 90 minutes and Leslie Kritzer. Mm, mm. Uh, is worth every minute. Mm, mm, Absolutely. 100%.
Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's like it's like it's almost like a you know a Jay Holiday meh. You have to like really get the yes, bah. right. It's but it's like, like a little you know, faster. It's like bye. Yeah, it's very sass, but it, yeah, it's very it's a it's delicate fast. It's but she so hits s- that dip thong. It's true. Mm. She all the awards. Mm. We have a couple of shuffle along stories. It opened, which is exciting. Just got in on the last day of Tony on the Tony cutoff and it has been ruled a revival. I mean, not a revival. It has been ruled a new musical. That's funny. Um, yeah. Which it should have been. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I was like, I understand what you're doing. Oh, and sure. for the sake of that, like, I'm kind of like, I feel for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bitch, are you kidding me? Like, it's a brand new fucking musical. Yeah, It's a brand new fucking musical. And don't you want recognition for being a brand new musical? Yeah. Like, if they were put in revival, like, that's just like, sorry, George Seawolf. Well, right. No kidding. Sorry for all the work that you put in to create this new musical. <laughs> we're not acknowledging that. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously I'm sure they are and I'm sure whatever, but like. You know, that's a producer decision to making a move like that. And who knows how much input anyone else has in it. Right. But yeah, it does seem funny that I'm like, what? George, they're just going to be like, it's a revival. And then it's literally not eligible for book. Yeah. And like, it's a good book. It is a good book. And like, if you have shows, aside from the fact that there's an entire other story included in this, besides the story that's told in the musical shuffle along like you have reworkings of old musicals that are basically the same story but more cohesive like girl crazy and Mm -hmm. and crazy for you like those Mm -hmm. are two different shows right nice work is an entirely different show from i can't remember the one that vaguely inspired it but you know yeah me either and those are versions of the other shows. So if they're considered new, this needs to be. Yeah, it's sort of like, nice try, but no. <laughs> we see what you did there. We understand we it. We see why, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry yeah. you came the same season as Ham. I know, but Scott Rudin did do, the producer, did do something great this week, aside from trying to scam the Tony system. <laughs> he, he announced that all their lab contracts for Shuffle Along will be treated as workshops, so they will get profit sharing. It's fucking awesome. In your face, ham ham. That's, I mean, you know, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and I wonder if there's a way, because we talked about this when we were talking about this whole situation, that it was sort of set up to help the lesser music, the lesser successful musicals. I wonder if there's a way to have some sort of like like cut off in there where it's like once the profits hit this much you get this percentage from then on and like a maybe a smaller percentage from the beginning. Oh. You know what I mean? Like so that mm. you still have that protection for those shows that just never make any money. <laughs> mm. But you're able to have the well, but if they don't make any money, then, or, you know, whatever. I mean, no, I, I, mm, 
I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's a good idea or necessary. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like putting loopholes like that in is then just the big dogs take advantage of it. They find ways. Well, everyone finds ways. I totally understand that, but... I don't know. And I don't know if that would even work because I don't deal with any of those contracts. It was just like something that my brain made up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, shuffle along actors are, and I wonder who, you know, is, was involved in these labs that didn't move on with the show that now mm. their work is, is being recognized and they're yeah, being rewarded can- for it. They can get a few dollars. Well, for example, bill. I don't know. I don't know if he was involved in the in the lab, but the the guy who was in the show who had that unfortunate situation, oh, JL. Right. You know, I don't know if that's good. If this counts oh, yeah, as that, was, but yeah. like if he was part of the labs, now he'll get to be a part of the whole success of the show, and his work that's awesome. is recognized, and that's yeah. great. That's really great. So just step up, everybody. And I don't know what made me think of that idea to put like some sort of, you know, threshold was just because he probably, aside from seeing the uproar that Hamilton caused, he probably looked at the numbers and realized, oh, this won't sink us. And that shouldn't be your bottom line, but sometimes it is, you know. Right. So that like that's where where that pinged in my brain. Like maybe that's the threshold. Whatever Scott Rudin was like, this is <laughs> we'll pay or you for your doing, work. Or is well, or is he like maybe he had like because of everything that's been going on with Hamilton, and because maybe he has beef with Hamilton. Maybe I think yeah. I mean I think he it's probably, probably all of that with thing. Hamilton because look yeah. at him being like trying not to be in the same category at the Tonys yeah. and then being like, oh, you're not gonna pay your actors for their <laughs> they're gonna their have to fight work. for it. I'm just gonna I'm give going it to them. To. I feel like maybe he has personal beef with Hamilton. I'm sure there's definitely a lot of that in there. <laughs> like, no joke. But it's, uh, I don't know how many greedy greedy producers, I guess I shouldn't call them greedy, but, you know, on some level, capitalistic producers would like, I think they love their money more than they love their beefs <laughs> with other people. So I don't know. Mm. I'm sure it all factored in, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely part of it, though. He's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a little Twitter Twitter drama this weekend huh. in the form of another fake Liza Minnelli Twitter account. Bastards. Uh, it was a fun ride. I really did not. I tweeted from us. That was me. I really did not think that that was real Liza, which is mm. why I sort of put that caveat in there. But I was curious because some... People, some legitimate people, Andrew Rannells, like, were saying that it was real. Andrew Rannells. I I don't know. I don't know if Andrew Rannells, you know, he seems like he would know what's up. I feel like he could be like, Liza, I'm going to get you on Twitter (laughs) or whatever. I think you overestimate Andrew Rannells' reach. I guess. Uh Oh, and his like naivete, I guess, because he is wasn't Liza, but right. it, it did result well, also, in some fun back and forths, and then fake Liza right. and Ellie blocked us. 
Oh, hilarious. It's just funny because by the time I think I got like some notifications on my phone and I was like, what's going on? Oh, maybe people faving the tweets that you tweeted. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, what? This is not Liza Minnelli. Why is everyone acting like this is Liza Minnelli? This is clearly a fan. Like, because just just because of what the interactions were, which I thought was really funny that, that anyone, I don't know, maybe... It's just because I have experience with those accounts. Oh, that yeah. Are like, well, because I'm a then famous I looked person, at it. And then they start like responding to every single person Everything. that tweets them. And it's like, Retweeting thank you. Weird thank things. you. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> well, and, you know, it's a weird thing, too, because we had a delightful back and forth with Carolee Carmelo about the hashtag DMC, Divine Mother Carolee. <laughs> and weirdly, uh, a fake Adam Jacobs Twitter account liked liked a couple of them. <laughs> what? And I looked at it. It's now gone. It says it's not there anymore. <laughs> but, but, you know, Twitter, like, I don't know, there's like a weird cache, so I can still sort of see it. And the bio is Adam Jacobs, Broadway performer of varying styles, genres, and ethnicities. <laughs> Currently playing Aladdin, my other account at Adam Jacobs NYC, which is his real account. So I don't know why you would put that. I mean, I do know to make yourself look more real, but he only had this account only had like a couple of tweets on it. And they were like weird. So that was like a thing where I was like, this is not a real. Account. Right, right. It's so weird. And when I saw the first Liza Twitter account, because that's why I went to it, I saw Santino Fontana posted an Instagram photo that was like, Liza's following me on Twitter. Oh and I was like, gosh. what? So I saw that first tweet and then tweeted what I tweeted and then like really looked at the account and was like, this is not, right, right, right. Is not real. It's, well, it's always so funny when it's like somebody's like fake, fake celebrity account. And like the best way to get attention is to start following people. And yeah. People be like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like that time that fake Joanna Gleason Twitter followed Aww. me. Uh, what an exciting and disappointing moment that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Guys, don't make fake celebrity accounts. Don't make fake Broadway accounts. Don't make fake accounts. Don't catfish people. Come don't on, pretend. Like, parody accounts are one thing. But right. don't pretend to be that person. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Cool. I mean, it just... You have you have better things to use your creativity yes. on. Yes. There's much better things you can be doing with that creativity that you need to unleash on something. <laughs> Don't be don't be making us think that Liza Minnelli is on Twitter. Yeah. She has better things to do than be on Twitter, too. And, and like, just for the you, future. On, if you're really just going to do that, like, also, can you make it more believable? Be good, and, right? Like, tweet, tweet, like, tweet like she would tweet because yes. you know that Liza would tweet like Cher. Yeah, like all over the place. It would be nonsense. Like, it, it would be nonsense. I mean, like, the most, like, it's funny because, like, with Liza, you're first and foremost, like, she would never, what would she tweet? Her right. management might, would tweet things. But, like, Liza Minnelli would have, I don't, I don't know that you could make her even understand what Twitter is. Right. If she doesn't yeah. already know it, I feel like that would, she would just be like, oh, don't. Like, explaining it to my parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, but guys, don't don't make fake Twitter accounts. Come yeah, on. and 
According to Liza's publicist, she is not and will never be on Twitter. So will never, never. So if there's another Liza Minnelli, also, and this this I do feel stupid about. I should have paid paid closer attention to the screen name because it was real Liza Minnell. Oh, they didn't even there spell was no the I right. at the end. And then when I realized that, I was like, oh, I would have, instead of being like, we hope this is real, I would be like, this is totally not real. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no lies on Twitter, you guys. Sorry about it. Yeah. A couple of cast recordings came out. The On Your Feet cast recording is out, oh. which I haven't heard yet, but it's a live in theater recording. Oh, that's amazing. So oh that sounds exciting. I hope there's that's not really exciting. too much post-production on it. And I hope there's not mm, too much mm. audience nonsense, but I like it. I like mm. it. I hope there's no dog barking. <laughs> Man, can you imagine if it was, or like, oh my God, oh my God. What if there's a dog, a non-service dog in the audience of a show when it's being recorded for Lincoln Center <gasps> for the library? And then, like, that, that, like, that's, what if the that, king and I, like, on the day that they that dog interrupted that, the ballet, that has to stay for all time? <laughs> you just ruined. That's that. what. How yeah, embarrassing! When I went, when I fucking went to go see Dessa Rose at the library, there is a moment I can't. I want to say that it was when the moment at the end of the show when uh, uh, Dessa says that she named her daughter Ruth. Mm -hmm. Like at that moment, she's like, and I named my daughter, my daughter Ruth. And one audience member was like, weird. And it, and it, and I was like, you ruined it. And this is, this is the copy that's in the library forever. You you ruined that. Like it's a fucking gorgeous, beautiful moment. And that person laughed probably because they were a dick face bitch who didn't understand what an amazing fucking show it was they probably. were like oh haha you named it after her that's a category like, really of person. you didn't fucking see the beautiful friendship developing between the whatever get out get out get out get out <laughs> usher should have ability to just kick people out yeah yeah for uh just i don't like the but, way you reacted to this show but Patty, doesn't that mean that we would get kicked out sometimes? We, uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, I guess you're... We would not have been allowed to stay at the Fantastic. I guess your reaction is your reaction, and that's part of live theater. Yeah, yeah. You're right. We totally I mean, would I have just, been kicked out of I the think, Fantastics. Right. We definitely would have been kicked out of the Fantastics. I would have been kicked <laughs> out of the Adams Family with my improv group. <laughs> That's so funny. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of other shows where we just couldn't keep it together, but I can't. Mm, ghost? No, we were pretty good in Ghost because we were in the front row. Yeah, and we were enjoying it. Well, in yeah. Our own but, like, way. then there's, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was enjoying the Adams family in my own way, but still right. would have gotten right. kicked out. Right. Maybe, maybe our reaction to the end of the to the act one of bright star they would have just been like <laughs> you can't come back for the second act <laughs> yeah 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 especially because i feel like i only got more vocal not like you know oh, we were well, talking, right, because... talking but we were like but i kept like i feel like we kept looking at each other and mm-hmm. making faces and being like yeah. what 
More on that in our review. Mm. What were we even talking about? I don't oh, know. live recording. <laughs> Cast recordings. <laughs> Speaking of Bright Star also released, which I have listened to and it's great. Oh, I got to get that. Again, more in our actual review, which will be out soon. But uh, whatever the story, it's a great, like, it's a great cast recording to put on. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Now, so coming up, Waitress will be out June 10th. Tuck Everlasting will be out June 10th. These are digital releases. But I also wanted... This Playbill cast recording page is a mess. Okay, so it lists when they came out. So that's great. But then it's like, no, these shows have no recording announced. But so Disaster doesn't have a recording announced. Shuffle Along and American Psycho, the Broadway. There's a London cast recording, but no Broadway cast recording has been announced. But also Les Mis. Guys, you don't need That's from like two seasons ago. But also, like, those people aren't in it anymore. Right. That's weird. (laughs) So then we have release date TBA, She Loves Me, uh, which was announced, which is exciting, and Lazarus, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Now, here's here's where it continues to be an utter mess. Recently (laughs) released. So these ones make sense. American Psycho, Fiddler, Amazing Grace, The Color Purple Revival, Grease Live, Allegiance, A New Brain, then, like, School of Rock. Then Leap of Faith is on here. No, honey. Um, <laughs> that was four years the ago. The Scottsboro Boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Playbill, <laughs> come on, kids. Gigi. Your fucking website. John your and Jen. professional website. The oh Finding Neverland, like, weird pop music version is on like i don't understand what this list is i just every time playbill has weird shit like that where i'm like come on guys i'm just want to be like come on playbill your playbill your playbill since like 18 whatever i was looking at this list because i also was like oh (laughs) for our schmazies you know we we listen to the cast recording so i was like oh what's been released okay and then I got real confused because I was like, at Leap of Faith, wait, what? Oh, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> is there another show, Leap of Faith? And then I kept going, it should have been you is on here. Like, then Scottsboro Boys. Oh, that's London. Okay, wait, that's my fault. So Scottsboro Boys oh, does wait. make sense because that's the London recording, but still. Oh, okay. Dr. Zhivago's on, like, stuff from last year. It just, well, it's but when were they all released? over the place. It doesn't even we, say. I. Uh, what Playbill? Somebody get on that. It's just like, why is Leap of Faith on there? Because mm, nobody updated that page. You know, but it's not even the last one. Hamilton is right underneath it. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, that's re- that's how how maybe maybe the person who updated that page is a Leap of Faith super fan, and they're yeah, hoping they just that kept it up. A there. couple people will be like Leap of Faith. What's that? Emily, I'll did you update it. this Playbill page? It's <laughs> all part of my secret plan to make people love Raul Esparza. Why isn't Scandalous on here then? Mm, that's how you know it's not me. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, what um, a strange the, the, list. Like in the upcoming section, there's no Lestat. That's how you know it's not me. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Release date, TVA, Lestat. <laughs> Ugh. Untitled Woodstock Musical. 
<laughs> Untitled Woodstock musical. <laughs> well, so those are the cast recordings. I, because I, I was looking for, I really, we need a better comprehensive list of, mm. of when, what cast recordings are out and when, because this is a mess. We have a couple of casting shakeups. Michael McGrath is leaving. She loves me. Mm. Uh, his last performance will be May 8th for personal reasons. So I'm not really sure what's going on there, obviously. Yeah. But I hope everything's okay. I hope health-wise everything's fine. I hope it will be fine. You know, whatever. I love Michael yeah. McGrath. Yeah. And I actually have tickets to two two sets of tickets to She Loves Me. And so I will see Michael McGrath <laughs> on the 5th. And then I will see his replacement... Tom McGowan on uh, the seventeenth. Who's it? Who's that? You will recognize him because he's definitely like even with your like white man face blindness, you'd yeah. be like that guy. Let me find a IBDB credit. I know he's been a wizard in Wicked, but you know men of a certain age have all been a wizard in Wicked, <laughs> right? Oh, he was in Casa Valentina. Who did he play? Bessie. I don't remember that show well enough to. What's his name? I'll Google it right now. Tom. Tom. McGowan. Mick. Gowan. That guy. Yeah, that guy. I told you. He's a that guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's replacing. Okay. Michael McGrath. Yeah, right? Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Michael McGrath. Yeah, he's great. Remember at the, at the, I almost called them the Schmazies, at the, Memmies, the Memphis Award show that we hosted, he won the cast put together, the cast and production put together all these awards like to give out to the cast and we handed them out. And he for the one that he won, he came up on stage and gave his Tony acceptance speech for Spamalot. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god. Oh, which was delightful. And then he won an actual Tony for nice work. Mm, so good mm. for him. I hope everything's okay. I love you, Michael McGrath. Yeah. The other casting shakeup I did not know was happening. And I saw this Broadway World article and I was real confused. And I don't think you knew it was happening either. For only nine performances, Will Swenson is in disaster. Yeah, right? What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, I guess... uh uh, what's his face? Roger Bart had a vacation or something, and yeah. uh, they wanted to get a fun name in there for those nine performances. So weird. How strange! I had no idea that was happening. Me either. Yeah, that's so random. That's so random. I mean, whatever. Do yeah. it. Well, and also because like disaster has been having like ran like. Because Seth Rudetsky, like, fucking knows everybody right. in the world. And everyone and loves like, him. like, we love you. We'll do anything. Like, because mm-hmm. they were, I don't know, like, crazy. I just, like, feel like I keep on seeing things on his Twitter where he's, like, special guest tonight. And I'm, oh. like, are they just having, like, random, Well, so like, what was going on? Yeah, what was going on with that was, it was for BCFA. So I watched some of the videos. And actually, they're really great. And you should, you should watch some of them. Because they'll have... Um, some a special guest come to sing something that they're known for, and they would have people bid to be on stage with that person. So, like, 
one on one of the days, Roger Bart sang Go the Distance from Hercules and Vanessa Williams sang Colors, her pop version of Colors of the Wind. So there were like two people sitting on stage in like in front, you know, and Vanessa Williams is like four feet from them. Huh. And she's like singing about painting with all the colors of the wind. And uh, my best friend, Backstreet Boy Brian Luttrell, did like a a cute thing with his drama desk nominated son, Bailey Luttrell. (laughs) But they're really fun ones like Carrie Butler and Cheyenne Jackson. I wish I'd gone to that one. Uh huh. And I mean, all of them are fun. I just can't well, see disaster right. every day. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, God, I wish I were there. But there are videos of all of them, so you should watch oh, the videos. Shit. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's exciting. <laughs> I know. I went through a rabbit hole one day of like watching a ton of them. I haven't watched the Aaron Tveit Carrie Butler one yet because I'll be sad I wasn't there. Mm. Yeah. Like, real sad. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw it was happening, but I couldn't go. I just couldn't do it. Anyway, so that's weird. Will Swenson. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. We took a picture with Carolee Carmelo this week. Oh, God. On stage at the Broadhurst, which is such a beautiful theater. She's also wearing all white. Guys, what the fuck? Like, all white. Like, it's like in your brain, you're like, oh, Carolee Carmelo is so amazing and perfect. And like, she's like an angel. And then you like show up to see her and she's literally wearing all white and you're like girl you are literally wearing all white you're an angel it's fucking amazing it's just amazing i just love that she wears all white all the time like Mm -hmm. she was wearing i mean listen it was a saturday night on broadway yeah and she was wearing gorgeous like white pants and like a nice like white sweater and Mm -hmm. a white jacket and i was just like i love that she had that whole really nice white outfit for a two show day, mm-hmm. she's going to look so good in everybody's stage door picks. Oh, God. And she looks so good. And even with the, because, you know, after the show, lights are down. There's not great lighting on stage. And we had to take a picture with Flash. And I did my best to get rid of the red eye, but it was the kind mm. of red eye that won't go away. Mm. <laughs> so, which she commented on our alien eyes, which was sweet of her. <laughs> And that she liked our wigs. Oh, we like your wig. <laughs> Love you. Her wig was so good. More on that in the review. But so Oh, and also while we were at Tuck Everlasting, the show was stopped. And Carolee Carmelo update, the only two times I've been a show been in a show that has stopped were Carolee Carmelo shows. That's just pretty funny. Scandalous got stopped because of uh the Holy Ghost was inside the air conditioning or something and like <laughs> making a lot of noise. And then in this one, unfortunately, there was a sick, sick patron who hopefully is okay, but they had to stop. Uh, they let Carolee finish her song though. <laughs> Thankfully. And then yeah, it was, funny. it was really awkward after because the, as happens, the dialogue just, was really funny given the situation proceeding, but then it was really awkward because someone went to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I don't know what just happened. Like, <laughs> what a day this has been or something right. like that. Right, we haven't had this much excitement in a long time. That was one of the lines. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then Emily and I were like, 
Someone's going to the hospital right now. (laughs) Somebody, like that person could be dead. Yep. Hopefully not. We don't know. But it was, uh, it was quite exciting. Not, not necessarily in a good way, but yes, there was excitement. And Carly Carmel's she's so nice. I love her. She's so nice. (laughs) She is. She's just like. You know, whatever. Like, obviously, I I have a lot of anxiety that I'm dealing with constantly. Mm -hmm. And, like, talking to people like Carolee, like, really can kick it into high gear. And then, like, I'm actually talking to her. And I'm like, this is such a high anxiety situation. And then I'm like, wait, but it's, like, actually not. like Because she's just so chill. Because she's just, like, whatever. And then my anxiety is like, hey, girl, chill. Yeah. We're just humans talking to each other. And Carolee Carmelo is, like, so chill. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She's the best. She's so cool. Worship her. I cannot uh, recommend enough getting your own small internet media empire and becoming friends mm. with Carolee Carmel. I mean, if you're going to do one thing with your life, <laughs> right? It should be to create your own media empire and get to a point where you, you are cool enough with Carolee Carmelo that she'll take you backstage at a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think. Having this life path is, it's the best life path that I could have been on. Yeah, you're living your best life, truly. Definitely living my best life, taking pictures with Carolee Carmelo on a Broadway stage, 100%. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On April 25th at 6.43 p.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, Bronchitis, the inevitable third act of this endless cold. Well, then tonight I tap with bronchitis. Maybe a bronchitis tap dream ballet. Hey, Savion. <laughs> Ugh, please put that in the oh, show, girl. Savion. Girl. Audra McDonald, you're a beast. Mm. A wonderful, savage beast who can work through anything, girl. Yes. Take care of yourself. You got a long run to go. Audra gave them all keels. I mean, not Audra. Audra didn't give them stuff. Oprah. <laughs> Oprah gave everyone stuff mm-hmm. from keels being like, enjoy your, I'm Oprah. I mean, (laughs) not only does Audra have a long run of this show, but in the middle of a long run of this show, she has Mm. to go do a run of another show. Yeah. Whoa, girl. Take care of you. Also, Savion, I would like to see a tap dream ballet. Yep. 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 That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go Go see live theater. theater.